What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, November 17th. Rankings day here, week 11, baby. We're going to dive right into it. I don't want to waste your time. So let's start with quarterbacks. And the story remains the same. It's pretty remarkable how uh, things haven't changed very much on this front. If you have one of the top guys, you're good. You're good. You don't need to make any moves, and you don't need a backup. You just need a guy to get you through any of the remaining bye weeks. I know people get nervous. I get it. But you're more likely to find a replacement on waivers in a one-quarterback league at quarterback than you are at running back, right? So I would stockpile those running backs way before I stockpile a quarterback. If I have Lamar Jackson, number one, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. I think you're good. That's top eight right there. Now, we do have a couple question marks. Kyler Murray comes in at nine for me. He'll be higher if he plays, but we're still in the if phase. I'm not quite sure if he does. So I would have a plan in place just in case he doesn't play. This would be one of those situations where, yes, okay, you have a top 10 guy, but you do need a second quarterback on your bench. Uh... Russell Wilson right after him as well. And the finger, obviously, that is going to... It, it, he's not going to be 100% just yet. But we're still rolling with him as opposed to going with some of these streamer guys. Joe Burrow's right on the outside of this group at 11. Ryan Tannehill at 12. I mean, do I love Tannehill? No, not necessarily. But I do think that's probably your best bet uh, if you're looking at one of these streamer guys this week, because I don't think Burrow's going to be available, I do think Tannehill is your best bet, and that's largely you know due to this matchup against Houston. On the outside looking in, uh, Kirk Cousins, you know I don't love the stretch schedule for him. It's not terrible against the Packers, but I don't love it. I think he's still a safe option, but I'd be swinging for the fences if I could. If I have Kirk Cousins, also Derek Carr right there as well. Who are we swinging for the fences with? Well, Cam Newton. (laughs) I have med 15 this week. Super Cam facing Washington. How dare you not sign me, Ron Rivera? I'll get my revenge. Tua Tungavailoa right after Mac Jones is streamable this week. Maybe Jimmy G. Maybe Justin Fields. I'm not overly bullish on Fields at 19, but... He's creeping up. Let's move over to running back Christian McCaffrey. Yes, I think he'll be good. Uh, he was, you know, they they were cautious with him last week, but I kind of like what the Panthers have going on right now. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Najee Harris at two, Dalvin Cook at three. No new news for Dalvin Cook, which is in this case probably good news. Nick Chubb at four. I do expect him back this week. Jonathan Taylor at five. Yes, he has been. Utterly spectacular, but he is also facing the Bills this week. Austin Eckler at six, DeAndre Swift, 36 touches last week for DeAndre Swift at seven, AJ Dillon at eight, uh, no Aaron Jones this week. The team did bring Carrion Johnson in for a workout. We'll see what happens there. I don't think that's an indicator that Aaron Jones misses more time, but they also lost Kylan Hill for the season, so they need some running backs. Joe Mixon back from by at nine, facing that Raiders defense that, uh, you know, you can run on a little bit, not really worried about that matchup there. Ezekiel Elliott at 10, you know, this is pretty much where he settled out as a mid-range to back-end RB1. James Conner at 11, I'm not worried about last week, especially if Kyler gets back, and remember, no Chase Edmonds here. 
Leonard Fournette at 12, Michael Carter at 13. Now, it is going to be a little bit of an ebb and flow with Michael Carter, but I believe in the volume, and I believe in the matchup against the Dolphins. James Robinson at 14, Elijah Mitchell at 15. Okay, so I'm going to rank him until I'm told otherwise. He does have a broken finger. He he is going to have uh, you know minor surgery on that, and we have seen players with very similar situations immediately play. So I would not simply say, oh, he, he broke his finger, he's not playing. I don't think that's the case here, but we shall see. Usually those finger injuries are not bad, though. Uh, David Montgomery at 16 coming off of bye and should be really good to go. Saquon Barkley tentatively ranked at 17. I will likely move him up as we get more news here, but not too high because he does face a very tough Bucks defense. Uh, Josh Jacobs at 18 facing the Bengals. Ramondre Stevenson at 19. Now, don't get crazy here. Yes, last week looked really freaking good, but it looks like Damian Harris is trending towards getting back. He got the limited yesterday, which is good news for Harris. Maybe not good news if you thought you had something with Stevenson. I would expect a full-blown committee there. Antonio Gibson at 20. It's a tough matchup for Gibson, but at least the volume will be there. Daryl Williams tentatively at 21. We'll see if Clyde Edwards-Alaire can get back this week. Cordero Patterson, I'm ranking at 22 right now because he did practice in limited fashion yesterday. I don't know. Maybe he does play. I thought it was going to be worse than this, but that's good news. Mark Ingram at 23. I am anticipating another week without Alvin Kamara, which suckity sucks sucks, but it is what it is. Miles Gaskin at 24. Rounding out your RB2s. All right, let's uh, do this. We'll take a quick break. Then I'm going to dive into who we could possibly flex out at running back, You know, flesh some of these situations out. Uh, then, of course, we'll dive into wide receiver and everybody's favorite, the tight end position. Oh, get excited. Running back's a mess. It's not as much of a mess as tight end, but I'll get to that. It's a mess, uh, but there are some opportunities to flex out some of these guys, so let's dive into it. Devonta Freeman at 25. Okay, so the team released Le'Veon Bell. I don't think this is, oh, wow, it's Devonta Freeman season. I think it's Latavius Murray is going to be active, and they had an expendable spot, and Le'Veon Bell doesn't play special teams, and uh, so you're gone. I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, so Freeman at 25, not overly bullish there. Deontay Foreman on the rise in my ranks at 26. Alex Collins at 27. I don't expect Chris Carson back anytime soon and might be season ending, by the way. Uh, Zach Moss at 28. He's still the preferred option in that backfield. Matt Breida be damned. Uh, DeErnest Johnson at 29. Won't have much involvement with Nick Chubb back. Kenyon Drake at 30. Volatile as we know. Devin Singletary at uh, 31, uh, then 32, Wayne Gallman. He'll go up if Patterson can't play, uh, but he won't be too high. He might be a front-end flex play. McKissick, Pollard, Boston Scott, and then Adrian Peterson rounding out the top 36. Yeah, Mike Davis isn't even in there. All right, moving over to wide receiver. Davis could be droppable, by the way. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs getting back on track at uh, three. Debo Samuel is so excellent after catch. Man, this guy's so much fun to watch play. At four, A.J. Brown, I expect a bounce back this week for Brown. At five, Jamar Chase, so good to have you back, brother. At six, Mike Evans at seven. We will see with Chris Godwin, who was banged up last week, but I do prefer Evans. Uh, Evans, of course, you know, he'll, uh, he'll get the star treatment 
most weeks, but he still managed to find the end zone last week. CeeDee Lamb should be fine this week at 8. Jefferson at 9. Godwin comes in at 10. DK Metcalf, I expect the offense to look better you know, without the weather issues and with Russ another week removed from the injury at 11. Keenan Allen, clearly the top receiving option in Los Angeles at 12. Deontay Johnson at 13. Marquise Brown, he's still seeing heavy, heavy volume at 14. But he's, you know, he's Marquise Brown, so it'll be a little up and down. Mari Cooper at 15. Tyler Lockett, speaking of up and down at 16. Terry McLaurin at 17. Played well, even though the numbers didn't necessarily reflect it for fantasy purposes last week. Michael Pittman Jr. at 18. T. Higgins. I love T. Higgins' upside. And I love that he's so under the radar. That's my type of player for fantasy purposes right there. Uh, Adam Thielen at 20. And don't tweet me and be like, I know you love T. Higgins. Would you start him over Chris Godwin? No, no, no. I love him as a wide receiver too. Uh, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks will be back this week. And he's the only show in town. DJ Moore, this is probably the best place to view him. The nice thing though is I do think Cam can deliver the rock it may not always look pretty but he's gonna get him the football Devontae Smith who is on the rise at 23 Jalen Waddle at 24 we'll see what happens with Parker but Parker just can't seem to stay healthy Mike Williams at 25 probably a better place to view him anyway Hunter Renfro at 26 Christian Kirk at 27 will Hopkins be back I don't know I wish I had an answer for you. Rashad Bateman trending up at 28. Emmanuel Sanders at 29. Corey Davis showing us last week that he is the true number one receiver for that squad at 30. Darnell Mooney at 31. It's close between him and Allen Robinson. I'm going to go, you know, this week the projection model was favoring Mooney's higher ceiling. So it's pretty close, though. They're both back-end wide receiver threes. Allen Robinson is at 36. I would not want both of those guys on the same roster, by the way. Uh, Marvin Jones at 32. Kenny Galladay at 33. We'll see how healthy that team is coming out of their bye. Jarvis at 34. Jacoby Myers, the streak is over. Scored a touchdown last week at 35. And as I mentioned, Robinson at 36. Just on the outside looking in, Michael Gallup. I want him on benches. I don't necessarily want him in starting lineups, but at 37. Kendrick Bourne trending up at 38. Brandon Ayuk trending back down a little bit at 39. Tyler Boyd boring at 40. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, Kadarius Tony at 41. AJ Green, 42. Peoples Jones at 43. Uh, Mar- Marquez Callaway at 44. Jamison Crowder, 45. Gets ugly when you get down here. Cole Beasley, Elijah Moore, James Washington, Deontay Harris, and Marcus Johnson rounding out the top 50. All right, you've waited all podcast long. It's been an entire 11 minutes here uh, that you had to wait to get to tight end. If you have, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller, the elite three, the big three, it's back and it's all good. If you have them, you're great. If you have Mark Andrews, you're pretty good. If you have Kyle Pitts, you're pretty good. Even though that team looks awful, or at least last last week they did, Kyle Pitts still was fine. That's a top five. After the top five, we get into nail-biter territory because two of my next three put up fantasy goose eggs last week. TJ Hawkinson at six and Gesicki at eight. I have... Uh, Hunter Henry in between of them. In, in between them, he's becoming the Chris Carter of tight ends because all he does is score touchdowns at seven. I actually really like the production out of Henry, but Hawkinson and Gesicki. If it happens in back to back weeks, we'll freak out. If it happens in one week, realize that it's tight end and tight end is annoying. 
A lot of people are creating narratives about Hawkinson from last week and ignoring the narratives that we could have been creating before last week. It was one game. It's tight end. It's annoying. Tight end is brutal, as a wise man once said. Dalton Schultz at 9, trending back a little bit. Pat Fryermuth at 10. We'll see if Ben is back. The expectation is that he is back, but he still saw plenty of work with Mason Rudolph in there. Dan Arnold is an every week back end tight end 1. Now I have him at 11. Uh, Zach Ertz at 12. Then you get your streamer territory. We have Dawson Knox who, you know, 13. Is he 100% usable? No, but he is usable at least. Tyler Conklin scored a bunch of touchdowns, but, well, two to be precise. I guess that is a bunch for a tight end. Uh, Three catches, though, for Conklin, so he's at 14. Cole Komet, I really like the connection between Justin Fields and Cole Komet. If he's out there and I've been just streaming my butt off this season and just guessing wrong every step of the way, I'm picking Cole Komet's butt up and at least putting him on a bench if I'm streaming and maybe even better than that. Nice connection there with Justin Fields. Uh, Jared Cook at 16, Evan Ingram 17, Troutman 18, Uzama 19, and then it's like the Cleveland guys, Hooper and Najoku, Gerald Everett. Look how ugly that gets that quickly. You know, if I'm streaming this week, ideally, I probably picked up Conklin uh, or Dan Arnold. Who's Why is Dan Arnold still this available? Since week five, he's in number seven fantasy tight end. This is ridiculous. Anyway, uh, that's what I am doing, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, remember, ftnfantasy.com, at Jeff Radcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Radcliffe on Instagram, and tomorrow I'll be back to break down wide receiver cornerback matchups for you. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Radcliffe, and I'm out.